0: Little Cabin Films formed in 2009 when filmmakers and friends Nick Numberdor and Andrew Morgan decided to document the fascinating lives and tales of American experience that are often written off as unimportant, mundane, or obscure. Now, ten whole years later, the two are celebrating their anniversary with a party at Crown Liquors in Logan Square, where well, they'll be screening shorts and excerpts from their recent work as well as a sneak peek of their new project, Sleaze Lake. Joining me in the studio are Nick and Andrew of Little Cabin Films. Welcome back to Vocalo. Hey, guys.
1: Thanks for having us back. It's been a
0: minute, and and we'll get to uh, the time between points A and B in just a second, but let's talk about this uh, formation of this production company. Ten years is a long time. Congratulations. What started this whole magical journey?
2: Well... We made a really weird short web series in 2009 called Hot Rod Hearts. Um, And at the time, I think we needed like production insurance or we needed like a legitimate way to make this goofy web series. Mm -hmm. And that kind of was the impetus of of starting the company. We're also screening a ton of
1: films from other friends of ours that we've collaborated with over the years. So Chicago actually has a really healthy network of indie filmmakers and stuff. And I think that a lot of that is because of uh, the technology.
2: Yeah, I definitely think, you know, I think it made it more accessible for everyone um, to especially get, like, good-looking images out Mm -hmm. of a camera, you know, like the DSLR revolution, as Nick mentioned, um, however many years ago that was now. It just made it a little bit easier to, I think, grab a camera, go out, and get some really pretty images. Um, So I think that there's a lot more filmmakers because of it. Is that a
0: good thing? Are you trying to elbow out the competition?
2: (laughs) I mean, you know, I think that it can be a good thing because it's always interesting to have a lot of different voices in the arena, right? But, you know, there is there is that other aspect of it, too, where it's like, well, now that anybody can do it, right? You know, the double-edged um, aspect of it. Now that anyone can do it, not all the content's good necessarily either. So, and that's that's subjective as well. So.
0: Yeah. And no one starts off as, you know, the best filmmaker. It's, it's a, a lot of trial and error. I mean, I've seen some student films where I'm just like, oh. Wow. Okay. And then I've seen some student films where I'm just like, have you been doing this since the womb? Yeah, have, well, tell me about the the creative growth that you have, you've uh, cultivated working through Little Cabin.
2: Well, you know, it's interesting. I started kind of like wanting to do narrative film, like, you know, big budget um, lights and camera and all that stuff. And, um, you know, kind of as Nick and I started working together and, I, you know, you can comment on this more, Nick, but... Um, Nick's track was kind of documentary, and we ended up doing that because it's just such an accessible format. You don't need, you know, a a three-ton truck or whatever full of equipment and all the crew to pull it out of the truck and put it back in. It's like it can just be two guys with an idea, and you can go out with, again, back to the technology thing with, like, some of these nice cameras that are – accessible and easy to grab now and like just go do something no i mean when i started studying
1: documentary there were only so many hundred you could view and now there's like thousands and thousands of documentaries because the technology has allowed people to kind of tell their own stories from their own points of view and stuff And um, as far as progressing over time, it's just kind of a matter of getting out there and um, finding the stories we want to tell and we want to relate to. And just growing up in West Michigan and Chicago and stuff, uh, we were always just interested more so in the less politically minded documentaries and more in like weird subculture kind of things and just salt of the earth kind of stories, more humorous things, I guess, and just kind of finding those stories and sharing them with people where you basically go into something not knowing anything about a topic and then you come out kind of like a small expert or you can, you know, (laughs) go to the dinner table and talk about that chicken farming documentary you saw or um, whatever it may be.
0: You're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in the studio, Nick Numerdor and Andrew Morgan from Little Cabins Films. What about these kind of everyday stories fascinate you? What is it ab- about, you know, the overlooked that draws you in?
2: You know, there's a commonality to those experiences and those stories, I think, you know. I, I we're inundated by all these images, I think, Instaculture and all that, you know, of kind of these like grandiose lives and everyone's, you know, this and that. And it's there's something kind of refreshing to me about going back and kind of looking at blue-collar Americana a little bit. And it's also part of our story, too, you know, where we grew up as kind of a blue-collar city in Michigan. And so I think that aspect of it resonates with me a bit. I just like learning about... um
1: it's not like I like seeing people that are like me, because a lot of the people we do talk to aren't exactly like me, but from a filmmaker's perspective, it is interesting to kind of put yourself in weird situations, and you're anxious, so anxious you can't sleep before these shoots, and then all of a sudden you're in northern Michigan at some snowmobile rally, <laughs> and uh, you just got to make do and relate to people at their pancake breakfast, and you have a camera and a microphone and. Getting the chance to have those people open up to you and share their stories and stuff is always, it's such a rewarding feeling.
0: Have you ever found yourself in a situation where the subject of your film or your potential subject for your film has just been super reluctant to, uh, to be documented? And have you had to, you know, kind of not arm twist, but charm your way into uh, a subject's story?
1: Well, certainly um, a few drinks helped. <laughs> <laughs> <Just in general. laughs> um, we were filming at a motorcycle rally mm. kind of hill climb thing in our hometown of Muskegon, Michigan. And uh, we were invited to be there and we had permission and everything, but we were kind of walking around with a camera trying to like meet people. Tell us what you're doing here at this motorcycle hill climb. And I'd say it was almost like 50-50. Some mm. people were just, you know, get the hell away from me and other people were very excited to be like no this is I've been doing this for 40 years and they couldn't be more happy to have you know their story their passion shown in some way or like
2: feel like it deserved
1: media attention
2: Yeah, I can think of, you know, we made a film called North Branch. It's about a marathon canoe racer. And he became, he was, I think, reluctant, but enjoyed it, but then was reluctant again. You know, we were supposed to have a whole other day filming with our subject, and he was like, going home. So, (laughs) you know, I think that was one scenario in which it was like, and there was like some emotional stuff that was kind of brought to the table as well um, about a death in the family. And that Mm. may have been, you know, a little bit... um, a little bit like exhausting after a while to have these two guys that you barely know sitting there being like, tell us about that.
0: This is Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins, Andrew Morgan, and Nick Numador in the studio with me from Little Cabin Films. They're celebrating their 10th anniversary with a sneak peek of their new film, Sleaze Lake. I think uh, the last time you guys were here, we were talking about Vannon, mm-hmm. and now we're here talking about Sleaze Lake. So in, in Vannon, we learned about this, this group of people who are very much into their custom vans <laughs> and have a big event around it every summer. In Sleaze Lake, we're, we're looking at a follow-up to that documentary. What is about these folks in Vannon and their stories and their vans that made you want to check back in with them?
2: You know, I think that there's a certain aspect to the Vannon culture in particular where it's like it's this piece of Americana that everyone is kind of peripherally aware of Mm -hmm. right you know this idea of like the creeper van or or whatever it is at this point these custom vans have been around yet i think what draws me to it is like there's these uh, echoes on american culture from the van thing but there's no explanation for what it actually was or why it was and anything like that so you know on a broad sense i think that's what draws me back to the subject again
0: and i feel like van culture is you know, almost universal, whether you are like an active participant or not. I, I can think of, you know, everybody's probably got a cool uncle who had a cool van or knows a contractor who uses one every day and is like, you know, very protective of, of their automobile because it's part of their livelihood, whether it be financial or this is just their hobby and they really love it. Some of the folks in the documentary were honestly, I didn't expect to to see uh, and I thought that was really interesting. Were they happy to have, have you back? Were they welcoming you back? What what did we learn about uh, these folks in the last several years?
1: As far as we can tell, the film has helped the Vanning community in a way. It's brought in new energy and new members and kind of, um, it was like a big advertisement for it. Whether yeah. some people, you know, may have not liked that advertisement and other people may have, but I know last year's Van Nationals was the one of the highest attended since the early 90s or something. Mm-hmm. And we firsthand met a lot of people at the Van Nationals that had seen the film on Amazon Prime and were, you know, bought a van and went to the party That's <laughs> where <awesome. laughs> it was this kind of like full circle thing, you know, five years after we made the film that uh, there were people actually showing up to the Van Nationals because there was – it was – Advertise, right? Um, so it was a pretty special, cool feeling, and to have vanners yeah. pull us aside and tell us that as
2: well, and um, I think it has helped the community in some ways. Yeah, I think so. That's like it's one of the best compliments I ever got, right? This is exactly what Nick's describing: someone walking up to us and saying, "Like, I just saw your film two weeks ago. I'm local to the area. I literally bought a van and came here. <laughs> you know, so this is uh, you know, like Nick said, a very special
0: moment. That's awesome that you can turn someone on to a new passion that they might not have ever ventured into otherwise good mm-hmm. good for you that's <laughs> uh, that's the documentarian's dream I I, I feel like yeah I uh, I want to talk about the event on Thursday the 18th you guys could have just thrown uh, some stuff on a projector and then come out like Russell Simmons at the end of Deaf Comedy Jam and just be like, thank you, goodnight, but this is like a party party. What are folks getting themselves into when they get to Crown Liquors on the 18th?
1: We didn't want it to be all about us because it wasn't just us that got us you know, to survive for 10 years. <laughs> and um, so we've invited seven other filmmakers to also screen um, little clips and full films uh, from their repertoire. So we have seven other filmmakers coming out and it'll kind of be like a little talk show where or we'll have a filmmaker introduce a clip We'll show the clip and then we'll talk about it briefly afterwards and then we'll shuffle into the next person and it'll be a couple hours of that. And I think it's going to be pretty fun and lively and um, hopefully everybody's drinks in hand and um, we'll have a good social hour afterwards.
0: I want to get uh, the information out to the people. So they can make it to the party and they can uh, check out all of the work that you've done. The Little Cabin Films 10th Anniversary Party is Thursday, July 18th from 7 to 10 p.m. You can visit LittleCabinFilms.com and SleazeLake.com for more information. Congratulations, you guys. Ten years in any industry is huge, but in the filmmaking industry, it's it's even more so. Continued success. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank Thank you. Thank you.